Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I don't know, but... Uh, we were, there was such enthusiasm when this whole thing started, yeah. wasn't there? Well, you know, I have to say that uh, there were two... Well, there were a couple of uh, great stories. stories. I mean, uh, of course, Simone Biles, you know, doing the beam last night and and winning a bronze and just her teammate. It was just it seemed just very exciting and emotional for her. And then Casey told me that, you know, the... Chinese, you know, did you notice, did you watch any of it? Did you notice how young the Chinese gymnast who won gold and silver on the beam? How old was she? She looked, I just watched. Casey's like, there is a thing that like, they are not the age that they are, that they really might be younger. Why that would make you any better, who the hell knows. But, but anyway, they look very. There are these countries that lie about certain things. That's right. That's right. But this, you know, so that, that was exciting because she was just. So emotional and just like yeah. feeling that in a way this meant more to her because it was a struggle for her to get back out there. And anyway, it was a cool story. But over and track and field was the story where uh, you, Casey you and I were you guys were obsessed because okay. first of all, there are so many people that are gorgeous that run track and field. It blew my mind. On, at the beautiful people in their in their abs and their, their abs, abs. I get jealous. I have ab jealousy. But like the women, you know, a lot of them have like amazing hair. And there was this Gabby Thomas that they kept talking about. Gorgeous, gorgeous. And um, she was a contender in the women's two hundred meter. And she is a Harvard graduate and an epidemiologist. Okay, and a term we know too much about, right? And she had run the third fastest uh, sprint, two hundred meter sprint of all time back at the U.S. or the Trials. Olympic track and field yeah. in June, and it made her the second fastest woman in the history of the race. The only woman who was faster was Flojo Florence right. Griffith Joyner, who right. set the two hundred world record back in eighty eight. So to win. Anything in Tokyo would have meant for her beating a whole bunch of other world-class athletes. And it was stacked with gifted sprinters. And she came through and won the bronze. And immediately Twitter was like exploding because she looked like Wonder Woman running. When you see Wonder Woman running with the head, because she just wears a headband right here along her forehead. And then she just has this beautiful hair that's just parted in the middle long. And then these long legs and strong and just uh, amazing. And uh, like she was just absolutely, you know, thrilled uh, that she won the gold and no bronze. I mean, the bronze, excuse me. And she didn't start running till her junior year of high school. Interesting. Yeah. And yeah, at Harvard, she majored in neurobiology and global health. And um, it just, she has an incredible story. And yeah, after she graduated from Harvard in 2019, she went to Texas to join this track club. Well, and she had a big hurdle because this past May, and we're only in august right she learned she had a tumor on her liver yeah it's just and and it wasn't it wasn't cancer but she said if this isn't cancer i just want to make the team so she not only made it she got a um, bronze 
That was a great story. A great story. And I loved story. the name Gabby. And I loved when she was running uh, up and like, I'm like, she, holy crap, she is gaining on these other women. I haven't watched any of the races live. Oh. I got to be honest. Oh, boy. They're, they've been good. They've been really yeah. good. Also, the... You bitched yesterday about all the damn... The tennis. I mean, no, not tennis. Track. Volleyball. Well, track, but you said they keep doing track Well, they do semifinals before they do these heats, you know? There wasn't much to watch, but I did enjoy it. Oh. And then there was another American gal that uh, won something else big. Uh, I can't remember what, but she was just gorgeous. And I've been very intrigued at all the hair uh, nails, styles, the makeup. nails. I love what the U.S. track people are wearing. I, I'm going to miss my female gymnast. I got very attached to watching those. Well, Because we would just wait because there were so many... Ads or not ads, but so much crap you don't want to see. So I've been, you know, we've just like okay. Because so I got a couple like a DVR show. But uh, anyway, the other good story, and I I think Grant talked just about the the woman, the American woman who won wrestling. Yeah, it's only the second one to win a wrestling gold, and she had a great sorry first black woman to win Olympic gold in history, and um, just I. Yeah, she was like so. Grant, what is she excited. doing? Is she so, buying a food truck or so, tell yeah, us a story? So her mom has always wanted to have her own cooking business and a food truck, and and which we learned earlier this week that each country pays out some money for their medals. And in, in the United States, for winning a gold, you get thirty seven thousand five hundred dollars. Didn't know that. So you, she's giving thirty thousand of that money to her mom so she can start up her food truck because her mom was the one that you know took her to all of her practices and did yeah. all these things. So it's just a really cool story. And yeah. and and her. When she won, she was just so emotional. It was it was beautiful to watch. It was really cool. Okay, as a wrestler, a former um, world class wrestler, Grant, Thank that you, you were. You. That's why I felt so comfortable riding his back yesterday, <laughs> trying to reach my Olympic dreams. <laughs> Grant, was it just enjoyable watching the women's wrestling as it is the men's? Hundred percent. Yes. Watching these these women go and do what they do, they would kick my butt. They mm-hmm. are they are strong, and it's it's gotten so. When I was in high school, it was very, very touch and go with women in wrestling. I mean, I wrestled two girls while I was in high school at the high school level. Okay. They were on the guys' teams. But now there's state competitions for men's and women's. Yeah. I mean, it's it's through the roof, the support. Because a lot of these girls, the flexibility that the you know that they have, they're, they're good. Especially, right. you know, the lower weight classes in the high right. school level. Did oh. you worry about touching weird parts or was that stressful for you at all? At, when I first, yeah, I, I kind of asked my coach and he's like, just don't worry about it. Just go yeah. in there as if it's somebody else. And I did. Like and, a hold like any other Well, hold. yeah, because, you know, you got to do a crotch pry. That's a yeah. move. You do yeah. certain things that you're like, yeah. well, I'm a 15-year-old kid and she's 15. You know, you don't yeah. know where to right. handle that. But no, we took it like, you know, she came out there and competed like, like a bad, like yeah. a badass, and she was great, and she gave a great competition, and I didn't really think about it because once you get in there, you don't really think about it. Okay, because right. yeah. I would think that would be kind of intimidating a little bit, but right. good for her. Yeah. And then the other track person that we're watching is Allison Felix, who's the American sprinter that's doing all the four hundreds. Yes, yes, the, yes, yes. The relays running the four hundred. She's thirty five. She's the one who's been competing since two thousand and four. So wow. I think that that might be that might be happening. Tonight, and then uh, Bruce Springsteen's daughter, Jessica, her Olympic uh, dreams. But she can compete on Friday in the team. In the team gold, yes, I know. Yes, she can t- compete on Friday in the team. She's a horsey. Yeah. She's but a I dressage mean, rider. Horse- Land, how about she, 30 spots, and she was in 31st. <gasps> oh, That'd be hard. You All think right. fourth is bad, but I mean, like, that's a pretty good chance of getting on, and she's 31. Oh. <sighs> 
get Mrs. She's, All right. Yeah. I've got a little factoid for you. Okay. All right. So why do you think they put the top ranked, ranked swimmers in the middle of the pool lanes? Um, I, I, I have no idea. Grant? Really. I, you know, I have no idea, to be honest with you. Okay, it's a coveted spot. So based on time trials, the best swimmers get the middle, middle. three lanes. Mm-hmm. And it is because um, um, the reason the middle is desirable is that the water isn't as choppy. Because oh. you're getting the wave You out. get a lower resistance, to, and it's easier to navigate. Plus, being in the middle allows you to see your competition on both sides better. Right. But it's Good really call. about the choppiness of the water. Right. You don't get the flow. It's like it's like um, a wake right. when you're in a boat. I never thought of that. I've always wondered, and I've I've kind of thought and then didn't Google it, but thank you. That's actually... Yeah. Oh, you're so welcome. Yeah. I've got so many good randoms okay. that we are breaking early here. All right, Peeps. let's we'll go. We'll be back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, before I even get to anything random, I just have great news. What's that? Okay, you know how much we love Yellowstone? Yes. The TV show on you Paramount know, I got, Plus. I got your sister finally hooked on it. Oh, you did? One of them. When my I older one or my younger the one? Younger, or the older one. I'm okay. like, how are you not watching Yellowstone? Right. It's filmed in Bozeman. Right. It, Montana. It's such a good, 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 right. good show. What's wrong with you girls? She sent me a note yesterday, just finished season three. Oh my gosh, when is the fourth season coming out? Because it was quite a cliffhanger last it summer when it ended. It was quite a cliffhanger. All right, and this is a shout out to all the Tommy mommies out there mm-hmm. because we're all obsessed with it too. Yeah. Um, but Yellowstone spinoff starring Sam Elliott, Tim McGraw, and Faith Hill to star in a prequel series. It's going to call be called 1883. And what it's going to be doing here is it's going to follow the Dunton family as it embarks on a journey west through the Great Plains to the the last part of the Untamed so America. So is Sam Elliott like going to be like the... He's going to be the tough-as-nails, handsome cowboy wow. with immense sadness in his past. But is he a Dutton? Just hold on. Okay. <laughs> he has the Herculean task of guiding a group from Texas to Montana, and he does not suffer fools. Tim McGraw and Faith Hill will portray James and Margaret Dutton, Dutton. the patriarch and the matriarch of the Dutton family, respectively. It all starts with the writing, and Taylor Sheridan is a brilliant writer who's writing this. Um, They said this is going to be a classic struggle, man against man, man against nature, man against himself. Kevin Costner had talked about this, wanting to do this prequel. And then there was like, uh, the, he was kind of getting jacked around a little mm-hmm. bit on this. And th- there are some people that said that maybe how the delay in filming of Yellowstone allowed was tied into he really this. wanted this prequel story because there's an appetite. Yes, so much for this story. Mm-hmm. So it's called 1883. It's executive produced by Taylor Sheridan. I don't see. Kevin's Kevin. involved. You I'm sure he is, is but yeah. I don't see his name yeah, on the right. EVP list. But okay. I just had to tell you that because I'm like... Exciting! That's oh, cool. I love, you know, and they have such good chemistry. Those two, they're married. Remember that video of Faith Hill? It's your love. What's, what was the... Lori, you saw him in concert. Yes, I did. When the she warmed, was Faith mm-hmm. warmed up for Tim. 
Yes, it, when remember they you saw when they weren't yeah. married. I think they were also George Strait. I think was on that ticket, and I think I saw it at the Metrodome. I think you did, and you just thought that is uh, one, that was one hot, hot cup, ticket. Couple, I was like, how are those two not getting it on? And we knew they were, Laura. You mm-hmm. saw it. You saw it. Okay, a couple just um, weird, weird things. Why do Olympics bite the medals? You know, good question. Why does everyone? Because like you're seeing if it's gold, it's cutesy. Everybody yes. does it at every Olympics. If, if a coin back in the day, it was an ancient practice oh. of determining if a coin was authentic. Gold is respectively soft. Yes. Yeah. So if your teeth leave an indentation, you know it's real. Today, mm-hmm. the gold medals are made of silver and contain just a fraction of gold. The silver medals are pure silver, and the bronze medal are made of copper. Which, by the way, if you put copper on a doorknob, if you know the copper doorknobs from days of yore, yeah, yeah, they they fight bacteria. You don't even have to clean them. Is that right? The, whatever's in the copper fights off stuff automatically. Down there. Nice job. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the metals this year are heavier than they have been in the past. Is Michael Phelps recycled phones. They're recycled or um, materials, phones, and all that crap, but they're heavy. They're mm-hmm. like way heavier than they've ever been in the past. In case you're wondering about that. Yeah. All right, that's your little Olympic updates. Okay, so here is, um, Lori shared this with me. Um, the horses are kind of spooked because we still have some equestrian events mm-hmm. happening yes. at the Olympics. Mm-hmm. But why they're spooked is um, on the, you know, out where all the um, little gates are that they have to jump over with their horses and do this little formation, you know, in yeah. timed. And everything. There's a full size obstacle, <coughs> excuse me, on the 14th jump of a sumo wrestler that's life size. Like yeah. 10 foot big sumo, naked sumo wrestler. Well, they're not naked. Just, they have their little thing on. <clears throat> well, they have their little underpants on. <laughs> but it's the fact that it's life size and so close. It it's looks so real. It looks close. like a real person. It's spooking the horses. As you come around, you see a big guy's butt. There's yeah. a lot to look at. It's very realistic, and it's spooking the horses. I mm. no news if it's going to be moved before be. before the time. What to celebrate today? National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. I've I've had Waiting. one. I've had one Waiting. and a half. No, Lori, I offered you a bite of mine already today, and you didn't want it. You wanted the Fritos. Instead. Did you throw it away? No. Oh. The other part of it's in the freezer. Oh, got it. Yeah, I didn't. You know, I did someone a, send those? To no, us? I had Grant go buy them for us. Oh. They weren't in my car. Like Donnie would have gone and got them out of my car, Grant. I haven't, I haven't made <laughs> you, you haven't do that yet. That. Yeah. No, we no, haven't sent yet. Grant to the car I, yet. Hopefully. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We won't. No, just spook the horse a little bit. <laughs> just, yeah, just galloping, just doing dressage. Yeah, I'm not going to do that yet. Okay, so... um. 
Here's a couple little things, all right? Um, the new car smell. Do you guys like that smell? Yeah. Grant? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Mm-hmm. I don't People, know that I'd buy a candle and like have my house smell. No. Like no. It, but, no. Well, here's the deal. Few or Odors are as pleasing because, first of all, you're driving a brand new car. That's yeah. super fun. You're breaking it in and everything. Mm-hmm. But there's pretty much the new car smell is a combination of 50 plus chemicals. Yeah. It's like it's like uh, no, plastic this- shower curtains, whether you like that smell or not. Right. Volatile organic compounds. They're released into the car, decaying quickly over time. But the concentrations found in a typical new car aren't dangerous, but are among the VOCs that make up much of the new car smell are found in nail polish, mm-hmm. auto fuel, and petroleum. Oh. They, they seem like they're one and the same. But I do like that smell of nail polish, too. You I don't know? like that as much as I like a plastic shower curtain You smell. like that smell? I do. That's your smell? Do I, mean, like, I, like I like it the smell when of it's gas time too. to change it, and I go, oh, God. And it only lasts, you know, like a day. Yeah, yeah it's gone. That's a, yeah. that's a unique one, if I've yeah, ever... That's, your, that's a good one, though. Do you like the smell of gas, either, you guys? Not really... I did when I was younger, yeah, mm-hmm. for some reason. Now, I think every time now I'm around... Now that you don't huff that, anymore, you're yeah. kind of over it. <laughs> no, but, you know, you have that when you're there younger. There is something about that smell. It yeah. does smell good. Yeah. yeah. But when it's stuck to you, it kind of gives you a headache. Not, not right. It, it kind of does. It kind of does. Okay, so um, if you are ever going to be on Wheel of Fortune and you have to guess letters, you know, at the end of the game when you get the secret word and you just have to guess letters and you get like oh, two yeah. vowels and three mm-hmm. consonants... What vowel would you guys choose to guess? E. Why? I don't know. I just feel like E's in a lot. A lot of words. You're right, Lori. Yeah. E E is the most common letter, and it appears in 11% of all English words. Try writing a few sentences or nothing at all. E is in everything. Mm -hmm. That just freaked me out. I didn't know that the next most popular letter after an E is a... S? I was going to say an O. It's an A. An A. Okay. Oh, oh vowel. Okay. Wow, it's okay. E, A, and then the least common is Q. We already know that. Yeah. But but 11%, so E, A, if we're ever going to be in anything, if we're ever asked to guest star on um, local radio talk yeah, show, right. um, Wheel of Fortune. E's, do you guys ever watch that? I do all the time. I'm a big Wheel fan. I kind of like it, too. Oh. I, 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 yeah, I do. Sometimes it's it's on when I get home, and I'm always, like, I, I'm not a fan of Vanna's bangs. Oh, no. Her they're fringe, distra- they're no. not good. Ba- no, she, I know the bang is The not, bang is not I, good. Gloria, I would agree with you, because yeah, she's was, so gorgeous. Yeah, I know. I was like, somebody talk Vanna into bangs, unless they're clip-on bangs. <laughs> You know? Well, that's even worse. Well, I know, but that's a good way of trying out a hairdo before doing it. Well, we've got a hairdo I want to post on our oh. Instagram, but it, I don't know. Penis hairdos, I don't know if they're a thing yet. Yeah. yeah, maybe do the boob one. See if you get bam, or if you get a takedown for the nipples and the hair. No, there's a funny... And just do hashtag funny, the nipple. <laughs> there's some funny hairstyles going around today, Grant, that Lori and I are laughing at during the break. <laughs> Did you guys see the cat that was out at the New York Mets? Yes. The <laughs> it other was night? hysterical. And it was hysterical. They you can't catch a cat. Apparently not. They are really moving and shaking. That made me laugh. Um, <laughs> that was pretty good. Okay, so uh, posted a photo of Jennifer Aniston on the September issue of InStyle magazine. I feel like we've seen this photo shoot before. Well, it, she- didn't, it didn't feel like anything different picture-wise. 
but I loved the interview with yeah. her. Was really pretty good. She's whoever yeah. was question, asking her questions got good stuff out of yeah. her. Like they actually got out of her that she has the willpower to eat one chip okay. or one M M&M, and M, which is bonkers. Okay. But I love that she admitted it. And a I week? Don't know if it's no, true, it's not just one. One a week. It's like a week. One M and M. One chip. I don't know how you. I think like I'm doing good if I just have a handful. Oh, I, you know? I mean one. One. I mean, who stops at one? Anyway, but the you know, it's just kind of a. I don't know. I feel like all a lot of the September magazines that I've seen, the, it's kind of meh. We posted it on the Lori yeah. and Julia so show take page. A look. She's gorgeous. You know what? And she's really content and okay and likes herself julia that's because she's uh, she's 52 so she's in the bleep at 50 is that it is that yeah. what it all happens laura you've been telling me this for years yeah no this is that's the is start that of the happening? happiest years of your life i know people will say like 40 is but yeah you know i think that it's the 50s that really the happiness just really starts to Look really at me. Flow. Look at us as an it's example. Flow. It's flowing. Okay, we had another uh, baby uh, that came quietly into the world. Okay. Uh, remember Michael Fassbender and Alicia Vikander got married like three years ago. Low-key ceremony in Portugal. Like we found out after yep. they got married. Well, they they did it again. They've had, they've quietly welcomed a baby. Everyone could last year. Yeah, I know it. Justin Timberlake and what's her butt did too. You know, I just remember when he was going to be the next big actor, like a Jack Nicholson Mm -mm. and or a De Niro. And I think he wasn't really didn't have a lot of desire for stardom. And then he picked like bad movies, too. Yeah, he's only. Yeah, she was in that great movie. We saw her at the SAG Awards when she won her um, SAG Award. And she was she was the spokesperson for Louis Vuitton. Yeah. And we'd never seen it. I mean, she was just a vision. Mm. I can't remember what the movie was. Neither can I. I'm going to look it up. Right, I mean, that's going to bother up. me. I can't spell Alicia Silverstone. Or what, who are we talking Alicia about? Alicia Vikander. She's on a movie set in Paris called Irma Vep. And um, they they live in Lisbon is where they live. Yeah, they met on. Um, she's she's, she's filming right now. Tomb Tomb Raider. She's playing Laura Croft. Tomb Raider two. Oh, okay. But she. Why won, do they call it Irma Vep? That's not Maybe. what it is. Yeah. Um. What did she win for? For crying out loud. I don't. I know. have to go way back. She was in a Jason Bourne movie, The Danish Girl. What did she win for? Can't remember. Anna Karenna? Julia does. I don't know. This is really. How this long is, ago was it? Oh gosh, I want to say the Danish girl, Ex Machina, Ex Machina. Was that? That's it? what it was. Where she played the you know the robot sort of lady. It was kind of a wild, crazy. She was in the light between us. Isn't that where she met him? Yes, that's the movie that's they where met. they met, mm-hmm. and that was. I end with that book was so great, but the movie, the movie was not great. a stinker. Okay. Well, speaking of a book that became a movie, um, uh, blonde, which is the Marilyn Monroe biopic based on the fictionalized novel by Joyce Carol Oates. Okay. It's been in the works for over 10 years. First, Naomi Watts was going to play Marilyn Monroe okay. in this Joyce Carol Oates fictionalized 
story about uh, Marilyn Monroe, but it's called Blonde. Then Jessica Chastain, okay. and then Anna DeArmas eventually got the role of Marilyn. They, the filming started in 2019, and two years later, it's still not out. Last year, Joyce Carol Oates, the novelist, praised the director and screenwriter for creating a brilliant and disturbing movie after seeing a rough cut. Okay. World of Real says that the movie, which was made um, for Netflix, agrees that it's disturbing, but they disagree about it being brilliant, so they have pushed it back. (laughs) And what is so disturbing in Blonde, you ask? Because this movie was supposed to open... It was supposed to not open, but it was going to be at the Venice Film Festival. Oh, okay, got it's it. It's been pulled. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> What's so disturbing? It, so it's a reimagining of Marilyn Monroe's it's life. It's a fictionalized view okay. by Joyce Carol Oates about Whoever Marilyn. that is. Yeah, yeah. A, Prolific, a literary yes, writer. Okay, okay, fine, okay, blah, blah. So, well, there's a talking um, fetus. That always throws people off. Yeah, and I already mm-hmm. that's already been done on Nancy Drew this year. So, oh, so they you, beat that to okay, it. Okay, the CW beat them. There's uh, period blood, oral sex, and there's. I wish I could see Grant's face right now because. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just wait. A I'm just giving you. I'm not even done yet with the disturbing. And this is going to be on Netflix. Yeah, and and there's a graphic. (laughs) There's a graphic rape scene. Ow! This sounds horrible. So who? This is horrible. But why are you sharing this? Because there had been talk that (laughs) Blonde was going to be the movie that was going to make Anna De Armas a household name. Her movie with Ben Affleck. What's ever happened to Deep? Water has that been axed because that don't. was supposed to be out, you know. And then, and but anyway, so people were really excited about this project because it was having its world premiere at the Venice Film Festival, right? Then it was pulled from the competition lineup, then it was going to be on Netflix in the fall, but then Netflix pushed it to January of 2022, which you know what they say about movies that come out in January? They're dogs. They they came out they came out after they could be nominated for any award. Uh, it's like where movies go to die the month movies go to die. Yeah, or movies that don't need to have a high return. Sure, and they low Same expectations, thing. high <laughs> return. Where movies yeah. go to die. Uh, World of uh, Real says that rumor has it that there are issues between the director and Netflix over the final cut of the movie. Allegedly, Netflix was so shocked by the graphic sex and the bizarreness of the movie, uh, even though it's all in the script, and the movie that the director submitted is NC-17, and Netflix was absolutely horrified at the cut they saw, which included, as I said, the graphic rape scene, and also, as World of Reels put it, the bloody menstrual cunnilingus. Yeah. Um, thank you for sharing. Period I'm, blood oral sex. I, I'm just thanks for I sharing. Mean, thanks I for mean, sharing. Though. Yeah. This is really. So they, <laughs> we can move on. That's for sharing. We can move a on. new cut, and he's not interested oh, in it. Gosh. And so it's unclear what's going to happen. But um, here's what she's going to rest her things on right now. Mm-hmm. She's in the new No Time to Die movie, right? And she's also in she, the Gray she Man. The Bond girl, and she's the in Man. the Gray Man. So With she's got she's got two other things out there that she's going to just, you know, okay. But she became a household name because she walked around 
with Ben Affleck for half a COVID. Yeah, well, they took puppy walks. People got to know Knives her from Knives Out, and she was nominated. Like for there was at least one award show. Yeah. that she was nominated. Maybe and she's Golden absolutely Globe. darling, gorgeous. Yeah. Okay, we also posted the trailer for a movie called Kate, which is was made for Netflix. It's Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Woody Harrelson. Michael Huisman, who's the hot guy from The Flight Attendant yes. in Nashville and Game of Thrones. But it's the movie, it kind of looks wild. So Kate, played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, we last saw her in Fargo. She had a secret baby in lockdown with uh, Ewan McGregor, who left his wife for her. Yes. After they met on Fargo. But she is a finely tuned assassin, Julia, and she's at the height of her game. This looks good, actually. But she blows an assignment targeting a member of the Yakuza in Tokyo, which and is like know. mafia. Okay. Okay. And she quickly discovers she's been poisoned, but it's a slow 24-hour poison. So she has 24 hours to, to exact revenge on her killers. Before she perishes. Before she dies. Mm-hmm. It looked, it it looked, looked good. Really we good. posted on the Lori and Julie Whoa. show page. That looks really good, Lori. I got to be honest. Yeah. It looks it intense looks, and good. And I and like it's it. by with, the same producers who brought us Atomic Blonde, if you saw that, with, Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. Which was so good. Yeah. So I good. like those. I like it when women are And bad. I still haven't watched Gunpowder and Milkshake, but that's the one. Um, I haven't seen that either. Gunpowder and Milkshake. Neil sh- Justin yeah. told us about it. It's on Netflix yeah. and it's with um, her. No, I can't remember what the okay. girl's name is. How but fast do you think it's what's work? her name um, from Game of Thrones who played, uh, you know, Shame, Shame. shame. Lena Head- oh, yeah, Lena Headley. Lena Headley. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's in it. And they, I guess they're kind of, you know, I like shame, it. Shame, shame. We haven't played that little sound by in a while. Shame. Shame. No, that's what we should have played for me riding Grant is a horse. At the <laughs> okay, that the would have been funny. Shame. 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 We have that Shame. Grant somewhere in there. Uh, anyway. Paul we, Giamatti's in that movie, too. He's so good. Love him. All right, yeah. this is Shame. There he is. <laughs> Shame. Shame. All right, listen. When we, Shame. When we come back, what? why is this actor selling off so much real estate and uh, we also have a housewife story or two to Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning All right, of this? Julia. Yes, dear. Here's the headline. What is it? The headline is uh, from The Bachelor Red. Katie freaking out because, and here's the quote, she knows fans will have a bad reaction to her final choice. She got back with the guy that she said gaslight her. Greg, yeah, you think that's what? Okay, it means? so here's yeah. here's what happened. So this guy who is an aspiring actor, I'll also just let you know that. Well, he's good with the tears. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, he won the emotional Olympics. That's what you said. <laughs> in all of Bachelor history. He he kind of said to her, "You didn't react right, so I'm leaving." He goes away. The way the previews were set up for the finale next weekend, it looked like he was coming back or something else was happening. But I was decided. That couldn't be true yesterday when we read in an article that she had talked on some podcast somewhere, it wasn't ours, I can't believe it, about being <laughs> gaslit. So here's what I'm say, thinking happened, is she did take him back. She did end up with him, but they are now broken up. Uh, that's my Hollywood speak on that. If I'm wrong, that's please good. call. If I'm right, please call. That's pretty good. If you're okay. out there, just wave.
A Hollywood Wait. speak this, but it's interesting. Freak, she knows fans will have a bad reaction yep. to her final choice. Well, especially since she came out yesterday and saying she was. Well, get- we all saw it with her own did. eyes. We what did. a dink he was. We to did. Her. And, but people can be dinks and come back and just say, I was a complete dink. Give me another chance. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Because everybody has moments where you're not your but best. You're on camera. So that's even worse. worse. So yeah. it's documented right, how much right. of a dinkus Moranis you are. But at the same time. Now, do you think that there's any, do you think it's true that Bachelor execs now think losing Chris Harrison was a mistake as the ratings have gone to an all time low that they've basically lost? They've gone from like Taisha had 5 million on average. Mm-hmm. And Katie has had three and a half. That's really bad. I'm going to put a couple things out there. Okay. There is a Chris Harrison effect. Mm-hmm. I I know people who it affected. Mm-hmm. So that stopped watching it. Yeah, that liked him. Yeah, you know. But a million and a half people—that's quite a lot. I I think this. But you, numbers don't lie. They don't lie, Lori. They don't lie. So. That's a Hollywood fact. I think what <laughs> have been interesting is if they would have somehow. He could have gone through his rehab and stuff, and they mm-hmm. would have part partnered him with Tasha. Yeah, you know, and had the man woman team. Maybe could have been like that. He no, of course you weren't because his yeah. ego is too big. But yeah. I think Caitlyn doesn't bring anything to the party. No. Let me just say that. And yeah. Tasha, I really like. But yeah, there isn't a. F- I right. I I believe that. Okay, uh, Sonia Morgan seemingly caught in a lie about a hookups on or hookup on Roni last night. Okay, Grant, have you ever watched The Housewives? Not much. Not much. I, when we when I started the show, I got into a little bit of the house of uh, New York and Beverly Hills to try to get myself caught up. But yeah, was, don't even bother. It's so far. Yeah. It's okay. So many years that I didn't get it. So. Well, all right. Well, I'm just gonna set the table for you. Sonia Morgan is a drunk on the show. Yeah. And I just want right. she's not bright either with her money. Yeah. And I have a hard time watching. You her. think she made up that story because she was drunk and didn't remember? She and went just home wanted. with a guy. She went home with this guy. Okay, after this party, and we saw this all unfold. Grant. So she goes home with this guy. He's twenty years younger. And the next day, she sees the ladies. The ladies and she says, says, "I oh, can hardly walk. I can hardly walk. I had so much sex last Whoa. night." And then they find out. No, a contraire. She passed out in the guy's room that the he was guy, sharing with his girlfriend. And the guy who she went home with posted on Instagram a video of him taking a picture, selfie, but behind him is Sonia on the bed being loopy drunk and his girlfriend right over here. Uh-oh. So she's caught in this. I, I feel for her. I think she has a drinking problem. Mm-hmm. I think it's all being documented for us, how horrible to struggle with drinking and well, then have it all on TV. And then lie. All right, yeah. She was so busted in this lie. And then the girls were laughing about it, which I can see kind of at some point. But it was just so bad because she really played it hard. Gosh, did I do it last night? Why wouldn't I go home with that young guy? You know, I'm Sonia Morgan. Of course I'm going home with a hot guy to get laid. Okay, what does this mean? John Travolta, the real estate sell-off continues. He sold another... Sold his property in Clearwater, and uh, earlier this year, he, he unloaded his main waterfront estate for many millions. He and Kelly lived there for years. He is down to his place in, in Ocala, o- Ocala, Florida, where, where you can land your plane and you drive your plane into your backyard, your garage. And I don't know if he still owns the plane. And then he has a gated Calabasas home. Okay, what makes me think everything. of this? Well, selling Clearwater means selling Scientology. 
Okay, because Clearwater is the Scientology headquarters, Lori. So if he's getting out of that, well, maybe he just needs to downsize because the Gotti movie didn't go well. Not Julia. He hasn't had a hit for like since Pulp Fiction. Well, he hasn't had a decent box office since a movie called Savages in 2012. And that one only had a worldwide box office of 82. And before that, he made a 2008 film no one remembers called Bolt, which somehow made $328 million. But he's made 11 movies since 2013. They've all lost, either not lost money, but they haven't made any. And they've all gone to video and the kind where the airlines don't even show them. So between his lifestyle and tithing, this huge is amounts where to Blockbuster needs to come back for these type of movies. Movies because you would buy, you would watch a movie based on the cover before the internet. Yeah. So you couldn't read a review if the he cover needs, looked good. You'd yeah. buy it. I think he needs cash. I do too, Laurie. Yeah. And he's got the young son, yeah. and he's got the daughter Bella, yeah. and he doesn't need. Who needs seventeen houses anyway? Yeah. I and mean, houses went for. a ton of money this year why but not julia you know a, that many years of flop movies quentin tarantino and he keeps a, him. you know he drives a 727 jet around that's gotta cost money yeah and he parks it in ocala that's okay. my daddy's old place okay uh the rumor is that uh jenny nguyen has been promoted as a full-time housewife from a friend of role on real housewives of salt lake city and may Replace Jen Shaw. Well, Jen May Sha- replace. Well, listen, if Jen, Jen Shaw most certainly will. Yes, replace I Jen would Shaw. say that, and that's unfortunate because I'd like Jen to come back and just. Do you know she's facing with her new charges? Yes, yeah, she's been upgraded to, to being tier even one. worse, worse of a person than we already thought she was. Her fraud. more time and more fraud than Joe Judice, who went to prison oh, for four for and a half years. Oh wow. She won't be around to again, film the house. And again, I feel like it's Jenny's on the block. You know, and the thing I that <laughs> is so. I mean, if you're going to be a con and steal, she did fraudulent. She did fraudulent things, stealing from older people and running scams on phones, mm-hmm. and trying to get their money. Why? What is wrong with you to go on a television show? Everyone, yes, you're a con too. Why not keep that in the, the in your back pocket? Uh, yeah. I mean, why go out there with everything shining and get mm-hmm. so busted? Yeah. It's egos of these people. I just think you're clever enough to get away with this and you're a rotten dirty person, <laughs> but to go and show us on national TV, you're a rotten dirty person. Right. How dumb are you? Well, she we it was clear from the get go that there was something a hot uh, mess. A hot mess. A real hot mess. I've never then, seen anyone cry and get upset and, and be... And she just fl- freaked like that. Ooh. Not since Teresa Judice. No, and she just... Mm-hmm. Oh, Grant, this, this was an epic show this year. I mean, I lived for it because I don't like housemaves that much, but I lived for Salt Lake. It's pretty good. It was, but boy, there's a stupidity factor there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Vaccinations are the new black. Guess what that's the headline for? The Met Gala. Oh, yeah. Everyone will be vaccinated, and then you'll have to wear a mask inside. inside. Yep. So, yeah, vaccinations are the new black. The Met Gala, well, I think, because it's in New York. It's in New York, and also, you can, for the red carpet outside, it's outside right. where all the photos are, so you don't have to be masked. But yeah. once you get inside, yeah, I get it. 
I wonder if Jennifer Lopez is, knows what she's wearing yet. And if if they're even going to show. Oh, they're going to, Julia. I love it, Lori. Oh, We're gonna going to see them to. then. All right, we stay with us. When them. we come back, it's time for Pop Culture Jeopardy.